The following is a conversation with Zev Harrell. Born in 1930, Zev is a survivor of German concentration camps. He was liberated by the United States Army's 3rd Cavalry at the age of 15, and he recounts how he was lying in a ditch, collapsing from typhoid fever, when he discovered later that he was saved by an African-American soldier. Dr. Harrell would go on to graduate from the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, the University of Michigan with his MSW, and Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri with his PhD. He is Professor Emeritus of the School of Social Work at Cleveland State University in Cleveland, Ohio, and now resides in retirement in Greensboro, North Carolina. This conversation traverses his life from his early days, his time in concentration camps, his life after liberation, and his continued message about love for humanity and the power of being lucky. I'm just curious, is was there any connection between, say, what was going on with the civil rights movement in America and the need to continue to remember the Holocaust and to fight for social justice. As you were coming to Ann Arbor the University of Michigan, was any of that connected in your mind or in your experience? Well, I had the good luck of surviving. And I arrived at Yisrael first when I was 16 years old and volunteered for and fought in the War of Independence. And uh, after fighting in the War of Independence, to have opportunity to get some education and to be an educator first at the kibbutz, the collective settlement that was a member of, and then to continue in education of young persons, which was enjoyable for me. And that encouraged me to work and do the best that I could with my interest in first social work. And for whatever reason, one of the encouragement that I had is given the evil things that the Nazis have done, we should do everything that's best. And uh, you probably are aware a lot more than me, but the United States is a land of diversity. And what I wanted to do is make as much as I could impact on the thinking of those that I had as my students to make life and living as good as possible for persons in this diverse country. And to this day, mm-hmm. that our country was more concerned with and provided opportunities for advancement for all citizens, regardless of their background. That's great. That's great. Uh, this is just a follow-up to that. I'm curious how you think about current events. So Donald Trump was president. George Floyd was executed in Minnesota by police officers. There seems to have been this new kind of Black Lives Matter movement maybe a couple years ago arising. As you look backward and think about not only your experience as a survivor in the Holocaust, but also your experience in the world 
not just in the United States of America. Do you see social justice and social work as moving forward? Are we kind of repeating historically? I mean, have we made gains? I mean, just what do you see? How do you think about it? Well, I can say two things. One, I wish that more would be done in this diverse country called the United States of America to be more united. And what I have done over the years, both at Cleveland State University and then after my arrival here in North Carolina, to encourage those that I could and especially young African-Americans to aspire and achieve and to do the best that they could. And what I can say to you is that I feel very, very good about what we have done at Cleveland State University in making possible for African-American students to do as well as they could. And one of the things that I encouraged there in the years when I was there is not to give a failing degree. Incomplete if someone has not done what they had to do. And Mm. my good feeling is that looking back, there is not one person that I have to look back and not feel comfortable about what I try to encourage for them to do to achieve life and living. So that was a good feeling. What's amazing to me is that I've, after doing maybe 40 of these interviews, some of those same sentiments have been expressed by others. But I wanted to go back to when you think about your experience as the survivor, was there a moment when you, when you knew you were going to make it? I mean, where did your courage and fortitude come from? How, how did you survive? And my, my true answer to that is, well, to begin with, I was lucky because I was 14 years old when I arrived at Auschwitz. And I was lucky in a way that for whatever reason, one of the SS guards there asked me in Russian, what was my age? I told him 14. Well, what they did there, if you were 15 or younger, 50 or older, uh, you would have gone to end your life. For whatever reason, he encouraged me to lie about my age and to this day in the German (laughs) documents, my birthday was three years younger. I'm three years older. I was born 1927 and not 1930. But uh, the duration at at the um, workplace, I was also just thinking, how can I get through? And um, I got through day after day without really uh, thinking about life and living any other way other than I have to do what I do and whatever I had to do, even though I was 14 years old and I was working with adult persons, first in the underground tunnel, then at the um, construction material uh, site, I did the work that I had to do. And lucky for me, I managed to survive that. And um, 
It wasn't really until the city of Cleveland at Cleveland State University where I got acquainted with fellow survivors that I began to think about life and living and um, what were the issues of importance and how I survived. I do want to ask, so I have a philosophy background. I have a master's in philosophy as well as a master's in social work from the University of Michigan. And you keep talking about being lucky. I think I know what that means, but sometimes people talk about fate or they talk about being blessed or they talk about being favored or they talk about other concepts. Why, why use the word lucky? What does that mean for you? Lucky. I was lucky. We're lucky. Well, whenever I have the opportunity to speak about that topic, I'm thinking in terms of the occurrences and the righteous doings. Mm. Whoever does things that are right, because I would have not been alive had it not been for some righteous things that I encountered in the years when, when I had the hard experiences. Uh-huh. I had the opportunity on a number of occasions. First, when we were in the ghetto in the city, there was a poor woman that lived across the street from us. She didn't have the money to pay for the train. She walked about 10 miles to come to the ghetto, brought us a loaf of bread. We visited her when I had the opportunity, visited her and (laughs) thanked her. At the camp where I was, I worked in a kiss group, which was construction of... uh, construction material sites, but the owner of that site had uh, a barn. So I was selected to clean the barn once a week. And because I was an inmate, I had to be all guarded. So an SS guard would come and they would set up a nice table for him. The daughter of the owner would bring me some nutrition that she could, a piece of bread or a piece of pasta, whatever. And she would make always the sign not to tell anyone. So (laughs) once a week, I would get some additional nutrition that probably made my life a little better. And the more important thing that I want to share with you is liberation. When the third cavalry arrived and liberated the camp, I was walking out of a roadside ditch. A young African-American <clears throat> picked me up from the roadside ditch. And I don't know how many places he has struggled with me in order to, to have them accept me. And had he not picked me up from the roadside ditch with the typhoid that I had there, when I came back, at the uh, hospital site, the nurse there told me, Eine schwarze Soldat, which means in in German words, one black soldier. 
attached because the African-Americans were not yet integrated in the military then. So he was in the attached unit. I tried to find that young man to thank him. And the years when I was in Ohio with John Glenn and Lou Stokes with others, we couldn't find him. So at Cleveland State, I mentioned already, we had the NIV Ground Community Forum. The director of social work at Cleveland, her name was NIV Ground. So we had at Cleveland State. But she was there. The event, the NIV Ground Community Forum, she was an African-American director of social work. So what I want to tell you, young man, be proud and have the pride with you because so many African-Americans have done so many good things for their life and living. Be proud. Thank you. Thank you. And so we're lucky because we are benefits of these righteous actions, these righteous moments.